couple stories about dating I want to go and bring up here on one of podcasting. Talking about Tinder and talking about Bumble. And this is the hypersensitivity of people and the thought process where people are just, you know, again, you know, people just trying to put their own little like issues that they have with themselves and injecting into online dating, which just is kind of stupid. But eh, oh well. Tinder says the future of dating is more honest and fluid. They put out a new survey. They have a new report that they put out and they talked about. They said that um, they put a report called The Future of Dating, a rundown of member activity in 2020, the app's busiest year to date. And they asked, um, you know, how people were going to act to the dating after a pandemic. That's the idea. First, Tinder predicts future dating will be more honest and authentic. Mentions of anxiety grew 31% last year while normalized grew 15-fold. Last year, people became more comfortable opening up about what was really going on. In the same vein, daters will also be more upfront about their boundaries. The world was up about 19% in bios. At a time when hugging someone was considered a risky behavior, being open about one's comfort level became more paramount. Tinder has also seen small physical touches matter to users. Mentions of hand-holding were up 22%. We're all jonesing to hold someone's hand, but it doesn't mean we're going to jump right into relationships. The overall uncertainty has a ripple effect. More daters now more want pre-pandemic to want to see where things go. Specific reasons up 19%. And a recent Tinder survey, the number of users looking for no particular type of relationship was up almost 50%. Yeah, for whatever reason, there's more platonic. So it's as if they just can't handle love and dating, the relationships. They don't want to. And Tinder also predicts digital dating, such as over Zoom or playing on Animal Crossing together, is here to stay. But for in-person connection, daters will always want someone close by. Gotcha. Yeah, so there's still hope of that. Got it. The time for in-person dating is coming. Nearly a third of million of daters told millennial Gen Z insight company Y-Pulse that they wouldn't be comfortable dating in person until there was a vaccine. Now there are three. Tinder users aren't afraid to show off their vac selfie or even their vaccination card. Oh, boy. Unsurprisingly, mentions of vaccines soared eight times since the part started pandemic. Mentions of antibodies 20 times. So there's that part. Now let's go into the other part. The part about Bumble and where people feel like, you know, the sensitivity is put into play. Is Bumble fat friendly? Well, I've been on Bumble and I've subscribed several times to a monthly subscription. And... The story here from Madame Noir and Victoria Ubumurogi decided to go and write about this. Talked about how she was on the BLK app, which I also was on before and I did subscribe twice. Um, she said that I inevitably kept running into some of the main, same issues I endured in the past. Going on the BLK. The chubby chasers are virtually run amok. The sexual solicitation that followed a solicitation. The proverbial cricket chirping that could be heard in DMs that lacked a response. However, the profiles I encountered on the app were emoji-filled, entertaining, and did provide a much-needed laugh after my experiences with the previous options. Now, did you realize the month of March is International Non-Men's Month? <laughs> I didn't know about that. never even heard about it. But there's all these kind of things, right? So, she tried on, she to go on Bumble, and Talked about how the profile to make it is pretty easy, sure. And she used Bumble Date. And in this, free versus paid subscription. Let's move along. 
and said that the verdict was, quote, I'm giving Bumble a fat friendliness rating of two out of five. Even though the app has taken some strides to combat fat phobia, they still have some work to do in order to make the app more inclusive of fat folks. By hiring us to work in their spaces, whether it be the capacity as a Bumble team member or for contractual influencer work, in addition to this, it's one, the, one thing to ban someone and send them literature on helping them unpack their own personal fat bias and internalize fat phobia. But we all know that from my experience, from what previously removed people re recreate profiles all the time. In short, although it's giving while feminist, white feminist Tinder, she calls it, white feminist Tinder. Bumble has made some improvements, but still has some work to do in order to ensure utmost safety and inclusivity on their platform. Look, the platform's fine. I don't have a problem with Bumble. It's not that bad, but I just feel like, um, and, well, I mean, I'm a big guy, and if I'm worried about, like, fat friendliness, I could care less. The truth is, you know, it's an appeal. Like, you're looking at pictures. That the, Bumble is much like Tinder. You are swiping pretty people, people that you consider pretty. And if you think that there's going to be a lot of people that are just going to go ahead and look at somebody, oh, this person, he's just, a, you know, they're so smart, and that's what's attractive. Not all of them. There might be a couple of guys that feel that way that might be friendly like that because they're just trying to get the attention of trying to be nice guys, and they think, well, maybe I can get somewhere with this girl. Again, you can't blame the apps. And don't expect, like, you know, just because you're going to bring some more people that are inclusive and more indicative of the kind of people that should be on the site, well, there's no difference in that. And also... There's a lot of sites that are doing for the BBW community or the BHM community itself. And I go on theirs and those have been okay. Woo Plus has been okay. I've been on there. And Tinder's what it is. And all the other ones are the same thing, you know? To be honest, uh, the Sugar Daddy sites I've actually gone to because I've gone there for other things, I get on there and I'll tell you, the women are so diverse and so different, of so many different shapes, sizes, and beauty. I think they're just more honest. And I notice there's a lot more people trying to date on seeking or sugar babies or sugar daddy and all these others. It's not so much the arrangements. Like, of course there is. Or the women just want to get spoiled. In some cases, there is that too. But again, better quality on sugar daddy sites. That's what I've noticed. If I do online dating, it, believe it or not, because remember, the women know that the guys on a seeking arrangement site, they have to spend $100 to $200 a pop to be on that on that site that's how you know anyway i'll leave it there thought it was kind of interesting and we'll talk next time